honestly, I'm not gonna lie. This part, I feel like I haven't done it in years. Like being on break, I don't know. Like I've kind of missed it. You know, the whole throwing in a story and everything. But I don't know. Anyways, anyways, uh, let me start with the usual user discretion. This is going to be a very sex focused episode. So listener discretion is advised. And if you are playing it on a speaker and there's kids around or people that might find this kind of topics offensive, then use some earphones or tell them to fuck off. All right. There, giving you that warning. Now, let me start things off from a particularly interesting point of view. Now, Instagram very recently suspended Pornhub's account for quote-unquote violating its community guidelines. Now, as far as guidelines go, I'm actually particularly surprised as to which guidelines it actually violated because I feel like the same exact content that Pornhub's IG page was posting up was more or less the same exact content that OnlyFans models and just, you know, IG influencer type babes that are posing in bikinis are pretty much also posting up so i don't know is that something fishy that isn't being mentioned here because honestly what the f- because honestly i'm still trying to understand how it is that pornhub would actually violate rules in relation to ig because The same exact shit they used to post was actually the same exact stuff that a lot of babes on IG post and they haven't lost their accounts. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it's not like I actually used to follow the Pornhub page, but just for the sake of shits and giggles every so often, I just go and look at a couple of the models and see if they, you know, got newer porn stars and shit. But that aside, according to the story where I got this, it says, and I quote, Before the sex sites account was removed from Instagram, Pornhub had 13.1 million followers and more than 6,200 posts. Reps for Meta, Instagram's parent company, did not respond to a request for comment. The move comes one month after Visa and MasterCard cut off payment privileges of Traffic Junkie, the advertising arm of Pornhub's parent company MindGeek. This followed a federal court ruling in July rejecting Visa's request to be removed from a case in which MindGeek is being sued for allegedly distributing child pornography and that alleges Visa knowingly facilitated MindGeek's ability to monetize the illegal content. On its Instagram account, Pornhub had shared non-pornographic videos and images. However, it had quote-unquote directly promoted pornography and featured videos like quote-unquote next career goal, encouraging people to become pornography performers, according to Don Hawkins, CEO of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. The NCOSE had been among a group of advocates that had been lobbying Instagram to remove Pornhub. End quote. Okay. Now, I'm just gonna come out and say that this is a woke bullshit. Like, this feels like woktivism at its best, because while I can get that Pornhub has had its issues with the law and the whole child pornography thing, I do not see why it is that they had to have that Instagram account removed. Especially considering that the same people that have been lobbying Instagram to remove Pornhub's account have also come out to actually agree that Pornhub has not been posting any pornographic content on its Instagram account. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, this is the shit that makes me understand that the world is just going in a direction where people are just going to be completely fueled by their emotions and doing shit. Because, okay... Here, I can understand why Visa backed out. You know, Visa, MasterCard, they backed out. There was that whole case with child pornography thing that's ongoing. They're being implicated in something that they probably unknowingly did because they just serve as a payment platform. And they're like, you know what? We just move money from point A to B. Just leave us out of this. But the courts are deciding not to. 
of which I'm still trying to understand why Instagram is actually being brought into this so that it can lobby the removal of Pornhub because it's not like Instagram has really been helping. And when you kind of think about it, the people that are pushing for Pornhub to be removed from Instagram aren't even people who watch porn. Well, maybe they do it privately under VPNs and shit, but they don't really watch porn on one end. And on the other end, it's not like they are particularly frequent users of IG. So if anything, if they were listened to or not listened to, it wouldn't really have changed shit for any of us. Just saying. But anyways, all that said and done, in as much as some of these people might feel like they've given Pornhub a very nice L by doing this, they've probably motivated some young chick that likes looking at Mia Malkova's pictures to go straight to Pornhub just the same way I feel like some of them might be very motivated to listen to this podcast where I start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is currently considering whether he should get his MILF teeth checked because, you know, I was consuming some of that content back in the day. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Dan Bobby. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show where I get to talk about love, sex, and relationships. Maybe I might talk about porn a little bit. Normally, it usually involves some kind of debate, but at some point, I like coming through with that conclusion. And if you do agree with the conclusion, if you don't agree with it, if you feel some type of way, then the DMs are open at Breaktime on West Side on Facebook and IG is where you can find me at. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. The ratings on each and every one of the apps that you use, if it does allow for a rating and or a review, usually contribute to the upping of my classification as a top level podcaster on the charts. So if you can continue with that, I do highly appreciate that quite a bit. And I have to start by saying, like, like I genuinely have missed doing this. Like I'm not gonna lie. In as much as doing Rawzone is actually very nice and very peaceful, because I just pick one topic and I just talk about it for about 10 to 15 minutes. Doing Battle of the Sexes is fun. Like hell, even doing Tweet Street is also equally as fun. But it's like the whole thing of including stuff that happens on the day-to-day and just giving funny quips about it. Like that's shit that I actually miss to a huge degree. I hope some of you guys do miss it as well. But anyways, all that said and done, there's a lot we have to talk about. And I've really, really eaten into time. You know, mostly talking about Pornhub and shit, even though I don't watch porn. (laughs) I only do research. But anyways, all that said and done, I feel like over the period of time that I went on break and I was doing Raw Zone, it's like so much happened in between. But I'm not going to lie, the biggest piece of news that I got, which I think startled me the most, was the whole Ray J confession. Like, for those of y'all that don't really know about it or didn't really hear that much about it, apparently Ray J hopped onto Instagram Live and went all out on exposing exactly what happened with the entire sex tape between him and Kim K. And I know it's old news, it's stuff that I've spoken about before and it shouldn't mean jack shit, but it was actually particularly interesting the full details that came out. And to put some context on everything, so apparently Chris Jenner was on, I think it's the Late Late Show with James Corden, and she was doing some truth test type game with like a polygraph and shit. And at some point she was asked about the sex tape and whether she knew about it, of which she just said no and apparently according to the polygraph it was true and all of a sudden Ray J goes on to Instagram live and he goes wild this guy goes and reveals 
a bunch of secrets you know stuff like apparently the sex tape was something that was signed off on and it was agreed upon between chris jenner kim k he was brought in even though he says his was almost coerced and apparently some guy called steve hirsch from hulu i think and these guys once they pushed that shit apparently both kim and him got four hundred thousand dollars each for it even though there was a lawsuit where kim k was supposed to receive like five mil nothing was done and this whole thing went down apparently they did like three sex tapes and the wildest piece of information that i got was that chris jenner actually watched all three of them before they were pushed out onto the internet like that was the wildest shit that i had heard like I always believed that Chris Jenner was behind the leaking of those sex tapes or you know the leaking of the sex tape that went out but to know that she planned for that shit that she had that shit planned for and contracts were signed and that she actually watched two or three sex tapes and decided on which one should go out online because apparently it makes her daughter look better in this one versus this one like that shit was the wildest thing that I have ever heard like you looked at your daughter being screwed on camera and you're like, you know what? I think this one will work pretty well on the internet. Like, that is the wildest shit that I had heard. And I'm saying this as someone who's covered stories of guys fucking horses and incest happening and women sleeping with 14-year-old kids. This, in my opinion, is probably the wildest piece of news that I have heard this year. Like, Chris Jenner actually sat and she was like, yep, I like this one let's go with it no i don't like this other one the angles weren't as great eh, i didn't like the lighting on that one like that's the kind of shit that she did with her daughter like damn i know that fame and you know the money that can come with fame is big and shit and you know they used it to catapult themselves and they're billionaires now it's all great and shit but damn like your own daughter damn but anyways 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 let me let me compose myself for a second over here you know because we have a main topic to do this isn't raw zone and you know the episode isn't ending right now but hey even though i was to end the episode right now i feel like i've already had enough wild shit for one episode like that's already enough like we can pretty much end it here just go home but anyways we do have a main topic to move on to and i will leave it at that and i will move it on to the main topic so over the past couple of weeks months and episodes i guess i've been slowly trying to take on more sex-based topics because i feel like in as much as i'd like to say the whole oh you know we don't talk about sex as much we actually do i don't feel like we talk about sex a lot from a guy's perspective Nowadays, you know, there's a lot of people who talk about sex, but it's very, you know, open, liberal, you know, it's trying to be balanced. And for a good chunk of the time, it sort of focuses on the babe because, you know, it sounds like sex for dudes is particularly easy, but that's not necessarily the case. And I'm not just talking about whether you last two minutes or two hours. There's a lot of the nitty gritties that happen in between that a lot of us guys never really talk about all that much. You know, stuff like how you're supposed to bang a babe disrespectfully. Now, there was a clip that I saw on IG over the past, I think, two weeks while we were on break from Eight at the Table, the podcast, and it featured a babe known as Courtney Shav. She tends to talk quite a bit about sex and she said something about her preferences. Now, I'm going to play the clip for you, then we can talk about it because I feel like there's something about her preferences which can kind of baffle guys a little bit that I feel like should be discussed at its very core. So here it is. I like total, like sometimes I like total domination in the bed. 
like you like to man, be dominated. I like to be dominated and fully dominated. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very wild kink. Um, it of course you need a safe word, so I do have a safe word when it gets a little bit too much. I feel like some men are very scared when I say I have this domination kink. Like I want to be dominated, they they get very scared because they don't want to hurt me. So they're like, I'm like, yeah, you can slap me. You can call me out my name. You can do all these things. But I think it's very important outside of like having the domination, like wanting to be dominated. There's also I need you to be after we're done having sex. I need you to take care of me is the aftercare. That's very, very important because we just went through something very traumatic. I've been through something very traumatic. So now I need you to kiss me on my forehead. I need you to tell me I'm beautiful, that, you know, I care about you and you cuddle me. I think the aftercare is very important. Okay. First of all, if you're one of those people that watched the Kevin Hart clip about the safe word or like watched the stand-up special where he was talking about the safe word, then it's probably certain that the first safe word you're going to think of is pineapples. But anyways, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I've spoken about this before. You know, the whole, you know, fucking her disrespectfully, you know, the whole being a little bit rough with it and everything. Like, I feel like I've spoken about it before, but I've never really given it like main topic treatment, you know? I've mentioned it once or twice, but it's never really gotten like full on main topic treatment. And it's mostly because I never really thought that there was that much to expound on it. Because, you know, there's some people that are into BDSM, they like to be tied up, they like to be beaten, they like to be spat on, you know, there's extremes to it. And, you know, there's the very, very simple shits that go around it. But I feel like there's a lot that goes unsaid from the guy side when it comes to such shit because there's actually like an entire process of doing this that seems very baffling for guys. Like I'm gonna be very honest, I grew up in the 2000s when rom-coms were big, R&B songs were, were smashing hits and you know I also grew up watching soaps with my mom you know every evening on TV. Now I'm gonna be very honest, my idea of shagging a babe was pretty straightforward you know those making love and those fucking you know it was simple as that you didn't have to add too many things onto it but nowadays you know having dabbled a little bit here and there having learned a few things from the babes here and there you start to realize that babes want a certain kind of roughness whereby it's like you can't actually do that and be affectionate at the same time like it just does not seem to make sense like you can't slap a woman and call her bitch and then in two seconds say i love you like it seems a little bit hard to do that like you could do that with a kid because you're correcting them and you're pissed off but when it's your shorty and you know there's laws against that shit but you know she's into that kind of king it's not particularly easy although I do have to mention that there's actually something particularly interesting about this entire thing because there's a very interesting contrast and difference of how women want to be treated in the streets and how women want to be treated in the sheets because in the streets they're like oh you know you're going to respect me you're gonna treat me nicely you know you're going to address me as your queen and you know it seems like that's how you're supposed to treat a babe then when it's in the sheets you know when you're in the bedroom all of a sudden it's like you know smack me around choke me talk dirty to me make me your bitch like all of that shit is wild it is absolutely bloody wild and interestingly enough like this is something that i've noticed maybe the fellas can tell me this but for some reason it's like babes have been more open to kinks over the years like babes have been getting kinkier and kinkier over the years such that some kinks don't even feel like kinks anymore like i'll give you a perfect example choking how many babes like 10-15 years ago would say that they wanted to be choked? 
not that many you know the people that would be like oh i was with a baby and she wanted me to choke her were particularly few you know even in the mid 2010s there wasn't that many babes that were like oh choke me baby choke me baby but nowadays like every single babe that lets you hit is like oh yeah i like it when you choke me like when the fuck did this shit become mainstream it doesn't even feel like it's it's a kink anymore like it feels like it's a regular part of sex nowadays so it's like if you're not choking the babe my nigga it's like you didn't do something over there you get me like this is some shit that i've been finding out quite a bit i don't know maybe it's some of the babes that i've been chilling with maybe it's the kind of babes that i'm attracting i don't know maybe the fellas should tell me this or maybe the babes should also tell me this because you know y'all talk amongst yourselves is this whole choking thing becoming a little too mainstream that it's no longer considered a kink anymore that it's just a part of sex like i'd really want to know that for myself now that said i am going to admit that in as much as you know the whole kinky thing is becoming a little bit more interesting and babes are really leaning into their kinks and shit i actually have to admit that for some reason it's like there's too many babes that are becoming so kinky and interestingly enough a lot of those babes that have a lot of those kinks it's like they're a lot higher up in like the corporate ladder or some shit or they're making more money or they just call themselves independent and shit like don't get me wrong i'm not saying that other babes don't it's just that it seems like it's becoming a thing and I'm not gonna lie, like this is probably leading absolutely nowhere, but I have this very, very interesting theory that I pulled out of my ass about an hour or two before I started recording, which was when I was prepping for this episode. And it's pretty much that a lot of these so-called dominant, independent, you know, modern type babes that are there will actually be more into those kinky sides of themselves because subconsciously that's more or less the best place where they can actually be submissive. Now, just roll with me on this one. I know it sounds like absolute bull and it might even be bull, but just roll with me on this one. Now, you look at a lot of these babes and they tend to have very masculine energy. You know, there's this whole boss babe type shit where they're, you know, trying to own some shit for themselves and, you know, they're being independent and they don't need no niggas and shit. But when they get to the bedroom, like, they have never, I have never heard women, like modern day women, feminists and shit, I have never heard them busy talking about how they should go to a bedroom and they should dominate there as well instead of the man. Never in my life. You can talk about dom babes and I've met one and she's never openly told a bunch of women to go ahead and do that shit. She'll just say that she's interested in it. But I have never heard one woman telling a bunch of other women that you know what, you need to own all of that shit or you need to ride him, don't let him ride you or you should be on top of things that. No, never never that's the only place where they are fully into submission regardless of the babe and how woke she might feel they are fully into submission there but out here in these streets they will talk all sorts of shit about guys and how women should be better than guys and blah 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 women empowerment but they never talk about that shit in the bedroom but anyways like i said that's just my theory on it and you know i completely pulled that one out my ass so it is very up for debate now Moving back on to what I was talking about. Now, the thing with guys, when it comes to these dom or dominant or BDSM type situations, in as much as I know BDSM has way more things to it than just the dominance, it actually forces guys to sort of have a split personality when it comes to it. Because when you kind of think about it, like if it's just a random babe that you're banging and she's like, oh, you know, tie me up, whip me, blah, 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 treat me like shit. You know, if you don't have any feelings for her, it's particularly easy. 
but if you actually have some sort of emotional attachment it becomes a lot harder to do that you know when you're in love when you're in the fields and shit and then shorty is like smack me it becomes a little bit questionable because it's like when you really care about a shorty you know you find most dudes are like yes i want to bang her properly but you know i actually would probably prefer making love or some shit you know because you're in the fields and all like that would probably make sense but same shorty is like you know what i want you to smack me and call me a bitch like come on that shit is not easy so to some degree it's almost like you have to kind of split yourself why it's like you know when you guys are having sex now you have to be you know all dominant and everything you know treat this babe like she's a piece of shit to a certain degree while you know you're also shagger then the moment you're done you have to switch back to this entire thing kind of the same way this babe was 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 talking about it where it's like oh you know i've gone through a traumatic experience i want you to hold me and treat me nicely and tell me that you love me and tell me that i'm beautiful and shit which i will have to admit is actually not easy for a lot of guys it actually isn't and i'm saying this from some level of minor experience because you're with a babe and you know you're in the fields and everything and then she's like yeah it's okay you can smack me and just like this babe says a lot of guys are actually scared of it because you don't want to hurt the babe and yet the babe wants you to hurt her to a certain degree so that she can derive a certain amount of pleasure from it like it does seem very wild and to a huge degree it does kind of you know take the whole split personality thing and pushes them towards the further ends because it's like you have to hurt her to make her feel good so that you can feel good and that kind of requires two people to a certain degree and that might seem a little bit weird even though i will admit guys to a certain degree also have their own kind of split version of this because it's not like we just want a babe who's like a slut all the time you know we, we want her to be a slut in the bedroom and you know to be all into the sex and everything and you know ready to go and all but at the same time we want her to be a lady in the streets and you know to look like this babe that every guy wants to be with but no one can have and yet we still want them to be you know very sexual very sensual and shit especially when we're in private and all so in some ways we also do want our own babes to be sort of like split personality to a certain degree but the thing is with us guys it's a lot simpler because when you kind of think about it you don't necessarily need a split personality for you to achieve you know the whole lady in the streets and a slut in the sheets type of thing all you need is a little bit of restraint you know she can start out as a slut in the sheets and all she has to do is restrain herself dress well treat people with respect and you know like be the fine respectable babe in the streets and then the moment she comes home she can let her in a slut out you know simple as that but you look at what the niggas have to go through like i have to be enrique iglesias after the sex and before the sex but during the sex it's like i have to be fucking ramble like what the fuck like that shit is wild but anyways to kind of conclude all of this when you think about it kinks are a part of all of us to a certain degree i do believe that every single individual has their own kink it's just that some are a little bit wilder than others so at the end of the day in as much as some people's kinks look wild and you might judge them for it you have your own kinks so you should probably be a little bit more accepting and if your partner has kinks maybe you should try you know adapting yourself a little bit even though that might involve you having some level of a split personality to accommodate that kind of kink because at the end of the day sex might be about your pleasure but it's also about the other person's pleasure as well 
and to kind of think about it when you think of the niche sort of babes that have very very interesting and wild kinks it's kind of like having a classic 70s car in as much as you can have the modern car where it's like oh you know it's just pushed to start as long as you have the key in and you know you get up and you go with a 70s car you have to be a little bit more delicate there's an entire process around it and it might seem like it's a wild idea for someone to take that and drive it every so often but when it comes down to it the people that actually do like driving that car actually enjoy it quite a lot but anyways i might be wrong about this shit maybe i know too little about the entire world of bdsm so i want your thoughts on this the dms are open on ig on facebook it is at break time on our side on twitter it is at bagaka the d thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break <laughs>